Hello, welcome to the Lewisburg United Methodist Church podcast. Thanks for joining us today. For sermon notes and videos related to this message, please visit lwbumc.com. We're in a series about Lent, and we're trying to give up a bad habit for Lent. And so today, I was commissioned with coming up with what the Bible says about giving up harsh judgments for Lent. So I thought I would tell you a story when I was harshly judged. A few years ago, I was still living in North Carolina, and my district superintendent, which of course is, if you're a Methodist pastor, you are appointed by your boss, which is called a district superintendent, and he had this idea that he was going to send me out um, in the hollers, in the mountains, way out in the country, outside of Asheville, um, to a little country church, and he said, I have to tell you this, they've never had a female pastor before. So I don't know that they're going to be open, but I promise you that if they're not open to you, I will pull you back out. I won't leave you out there. So I went out there on that July sunny morning. It was so beautiful, 18 miles outside of Asheville, beautiful country, this little white church at the bottom of a mountain. And as I pulled into the gravel front parking lot, there was a lady who was about 70 something years old sitting in her car with her window down. So I went and introduced myself. I said, my name is Bev. And she said, my name's Ima Jean Boone. And I said, well, it's nice to meet you. She said, well, I'm just here waiting on our new pastor. He's going to be here any minute. And I've got to open the door for him. And I said, oh, well, I'm him. She looked like she was going to be sick. So I said, are you coming in? And she said, no, I think I'm going to be sick. And she peeled out of that little gravel parking lot. I went into worship, and it was a sweet experience. The people seemed warm and kind, and we had a good first Sunday. But the next Sunday, Miss Amajean Boone was back. And this time, she brought this long wooden walking stick like she used as a cane. And I thought, I know what she's going to do with that. And it involves me. So she came into worship, and she didn't say a word for the first few minutes until we got to the part where we were sharing prayers and getting ready to head into the doxology. And she stood up and took that stick and hit the front um, pew, the back of the pew, as hard and as loud as she could. And she said, we got to tell you something. We don't want no woman preacher. She said, we've never had one, and we're not going to start now. Well, thank God the pianist went, Praise God from whom all... So I'm just singing along, and I went on the front row to try to gather myself. And as they're singing that prayer song, I'm singing a different prayer song altogether. And I stood back up in front of everybody as the song ended, and I just said, you know, I'm not so surprised that God would use a woman. I'm more surprised that God would use someone as broken as me. She had already exited the building by that point. But what was sweet was so many people came out of the pews right in that moment and surrounded me with a hug. You know, sometimes we judge people before we even know them. And I know why we judge people. One of the main reasons we often judge people is because we're afraid, like Amajean Boone was. She was afraid. By the way, we became dear friends. I went over to her house with some homemade bakery cookies, and that helped. She ended up coming back to worship, and I stayed in that church for four years with those friends. Anyway, poor Amajean Boone, she was afraid. Sometimes when you make judgments about people, you're just afraid. 
So we're going to get real, even though we're right here in church, we're going to get really honest. And I want to do this by a show of hands. Here is my question. Have you ever met someone or had an experience where you thought, I am not going to like them, or I am not going to like that situation, only to find later that you made a connection? Has anybody done that besides me? You know, we, we struggle sometimes with judgment, and one of the reasons we struggle with it is that we're afraid. Fear oftentimes makes us judgmental. Another reason we judge is because we make assumptions. The opposite of an assumption is to be curious, to ask questions, to be okay with exploring and seeing what they think and why they live the way they live and being open to possibilities and consider what might could happen. You know, I'm thankful that when my Annie was in fourth grade, that her teacher, who could have made assumptions about me, decided instead to be curious and ask questions. We had just moved to West Virginia. Annie was entering fourth grade. No one knew us. And Annie was, um, really got close to her teacher. And so one day she was telling her teacher this story. She said, you know, my mom sometimes likes marijuana. And the teacher said, I'm sorry, what? She said, yes, I mean, not a lot, but sometimes my mom likes marijuana. And the teacher goes, okay, well, how often does your mom like marijuana? She goes, just like once or twice a year, not very much. The teacher goes, well, really? Well, tell me, where do you get the marijuana? Where does your mommy get that? And she said, oh, from the Mexican shop. So now the teacher's going, oh my goodness, what do we have here? But thankfully, she kept asking questions. And finally, she realized, Annie, do you mean margarita? And Annie said, yes, yes, a margarita from the Mexican shop. And the teacher said, oh, from the Mexican restaurant. I'm like, yes, yes. You know, I'm so thankful that the teacher didn't just stop and make assumptions about me. Before you judge someone, maybe it's okay to add the idea of asking questions. You know, we can stand on really different sides of any issue as long as we're willing to explore and listen to the other side. It is such a gift if you can be a curious person. And what you'll find out is that you do have some common things, that there's still a common place that you can stand. My mom is sort of in that um, moment right now. Her church where I grew up that we've been through since, oh gosh, the 1960s, we've been there all our lives. In the last couple of years, they've started adding some more modern creative elements along with the traditional things. And my mom struggled at first. She said, wait a minute. I just want a hymn. What's wrong with greatest thy faithfulness? And tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. You know, why all these new choruses and why this new stuff? And then she said, all of a sudden it dawned on me. The church reached me when I was in a place that needed to be reached. And if this reaches someone and it is a more effective way to reach more people, let me get out of the way because I'm spiritually mature. I can feed myself spiritually. So I'm going to give this gift to all those that haven't learned how to feed themselves spiritually. And I'm going to go with the changes and the flow of this new worship style. You know, I'm thankful that my mom, instead of staying in a place of judgment, moved to a place of being open to possibilities. Our founder of the United Methodist Church, as you're probably aware, was named John Wesley. And here's how he said it. We can love alike even if we don't think alike. There's enough that we can still stand on and connect together. There's a third reason I think sometimes we become judgmental, and that is because we judge others harshly because we judge ourselves harshly. 
You don't have to raise your hand today, but just kind of check in your heart when I ask you these questions. Anybody in here ever hard on themselves? Do you ever have really high expectations for yourself? Do you get disappointed with yourself? Do you ever feel angry with yourself? You know, people who judge others harshly, harshly reveal very little about the person that they're judging, but it reveals a great deal about the person who is judging. Let me say that again. If you judge someone harshly, it reveals very little about that person, but it does reveal a whole lot about you. This happened to Rudy and I when I was 19 years old. I'd met Rudy and we had started dating and we decided to go on a hike one Saturday. Now I'm from South Carolina and that's where we were. And I know all about South Carolina because I'd been there all my life. And I knew there wasn't a big high mountain in South Carolina. You have to go up a little farther to find the high mountains. So we thought it would just take us about 30 minutes to go run up this little mountain called Table Rock, South Carolina. And then we'd just be right back down. So when we got out of the car, we didn't have anything on us. We just had our sneakers and our hiking clothes, and we headed off. And as we're kind of getting ready to start our hike, we see this guy unloading. He's about our age, but he's got a backpack and a walking stick, and he's got this big jug of water. I mean, huge. He has it strapped with ropes on his back. So we start cracking on him to each other. We're like, look at this guy. We're going to be up there for like 30 minutes. It's not going to take long at all. This guy thinks he's going to stay for a week. He's got this water jug and he's going, you guys, that was a big mountain. It took us an hour and a half going straight up in the hot heat of South Carolina. When we finally made it to the top, we were so dry. We felt like we couldn't really even swallow. And here comes that guy with that big jug of water on his back. Guess what we had to do? We had to ask him, did we have some of your water? See, when we were judging that guy, it didn't reveal anything about him. But what it revealed about us is that we were full of pride. When we're judgmental, it reveals nothing about the person we're judging. But it does reveal something about ourselves. So what does the Bible say about judging other people? It's really clear and it's really simple. The scriptures say, don't do it. Don't judge. Here's what the verse says. Do not judge or you too will be judged. See, judging is unbiblical. Remember in John 3, 16, that Bible verse that I'm sure many of us were raised memorizing about, for God so loved the world that he gave us his son, that whoever believes shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Guess what the next verse says? Jesus says, I didn't come to condemn the world, but to save it. Jesus never never modeled for us to be judgmental. And so when we start judging other people, you and I will lose spiritually. Here's how we'll lose. First of all, spiritually, we will begin to expose ourselves as we judge. We will expose ourselves to the righteousness of the judgment of God. This is what verse 2 says. In the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure that you use to judge it will be measured to you. You know what that means? It means that when you and I judge each other, our sins become magnified in God's eyes. When we judge, it's unbiblical and it reveals how unbiblical we are. We also know that being um, judgmental is hypocritical. Do you know out of the entire New Testament, out of all the stories in the New Testament, no one uses the word hypocrite except one person, Jesus himself. You know why? 
because he's the only one that can stand before us and not be a hypocrite. This is what it says in verse three. Why do you look at that little speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the log in your own eye? See, our churches are full of hypocrites. In fact, you're listening this morning to a hypocrite. We hear that is the number one reason why people do not want to go to church. They don't value church anymore because it's just full of hypocrites. You know, when we hear that, when we hear that Lewisburg United Methodist is full of hypocrites, here's what we should say. No, it's not full. There's always room for one more. (laughs) Here's what you are. You've got to choose. You're either a hypocrite or you're a recovering hypocrite. Our skit this morning, the first one, when those children brought up mirrors and put it in the faces of those that were being judgmental, it was a reminder that we need to look at within ourselves. Then the next skit, we were looking out and this little girl's trying to hang up her laundry and getting judged. And the, the, um, the old couple up there, you like that old couple? Where are you, Dave? The, um, the older couple's up there thinking, mm-mm, this, this girl doesn't know what she's doing. And all it did was reveal something about themselves. You know, when we are being judgmental, it's unbiblical because we expose ourselves to God's judgment. But another thing happens to you spiritually, it robs you. It robs you of hope. See, when we're judgmental, it begins to do this creation thing inside of you. It creates in you a critical spirit. And when you have a critical spirit, then it begins to steal your joy and your peace. And if spiritual people as followers of Jesus, if we don't have that joy and that peace, then it is impossible to trust that God is powerful and can do something amazing in someone's life. Another thing it does to us spiritually is it pollutes your heart. When you and I judge, it makes us vulnerable to hatred. You know, I looked up the word pollution, which we all know our earth is struggling with. Pollution is the introduction of something that has been harmful or poisonous and has effects. Same thing with our hearts. Condemnation is like a smog that sets in on your heart when you condemn and judge. Erosion of forgiveness. Our hearts become contaminated just like the earth, but instead of trash, it becomes contaminated with pride. So our sermon this morning is supposed to help us figure out how we give up this bad habit for Lent of being judgmental. And it tells us how in the very last verse. You hypocrite, first take the plank or the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly and remove, be able to remove the speck from your brother's eye. The first thing is, is that he, he says what you are. He says you're a hypocrite, all of us. So the first step of giving up judgment for Lent is to become aware. You know, I am sometimes judgmental. Sometimes I need my kids to remind me that I'm judgmental. BG and Caleb were over at the house last week, and I was talking smack on somebody. And they said, gosh, you're being judgmental. Do your kids do that to you and you feel like you're getting too judgmental? Sometimes we've just got to be told, we've got to be aware that we are being judgmental. After we become aware, we've got to ask, why do I care? Why do I care what that person's doing? What does it say about me if I'm focused on their behavior or what they're doing or what they're not doing? So become aware, ask questions, and then finally admit. Admit to God 
God, I need you to give me your gift of compassion. I admit that I am judgmental. Help me to understand. Help me to love like you do. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for this reminder, as hard as it is to hear, that we are hypocrites. And the quicker we can become aware that sometimes we're judgmental or that we get uptight spiritually, the quicker you can begin to heal us and make us more like you. So we pray, God, for change, a change of heart, a change of perspective, an open heart to what you have in store. In Jesus' name, amen. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you.
Thank you for listening to this teaching from the Lewisburg United Methodist Church. We pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For additional teaching, resources, and podcasts, as well as who we are and our upcoming events, please visit our website, lwbumc.com.